0: UGA football news presents today's sports report with Matthew Hall on today's sports report. We'll talk about university of Georgia football and more today's sports report is brought to you by happy sewing and quilting offering products that will help you show your bulldog pride hall shots, photography going above and beyond to provide pristine and professional photography for all of life's greatest moments. Plus many other fine sponsors. And now, here's your host of today's Sports Report, Chris Hall.
1: Third and long, three receivers to the near side, and Daniels takes the snap, drops back on the 48, heaves the ball long towards the end zone, Kiers Jackson, this time he caught it,
0: yeah! Touchdown, Georgia! How did he get so open behind the defense? Daniels saw him.
1: Kieras kind of backpedaled into the end zone and cradled the ball about waist high, fell to the turf in front of the goal post. He got the six that time. Yes, sir, he did. And what a game this past Saturday night up in Athens, Georgia. We say up because, you know, we're in South Georgia, but uh, in Athens, Georgia, man, what a game. I loved it, watched every minute of it, enjoyed it so greatly. As the University of Georgia winning over uh, the Mississippi State Bulldogs, 31-24, in an exciting and closer-than-expected game, of course. Uh, Georgia coming into the game a 35-point favorite. Well, it didn't exactly work out that way, but uh, it was a good game, and you, you got to win, and boy, did Mississippi State ever play a good game, and some surprising things Coming from the Bulldogs of uh, the University of Georgia. By the way, Scott Howard's call of JT Daniels' 40-yard touchdown pass to Kieris Jackson in the fourth quarter of last Saturday's uh, Georgia Bulldog game with Mississippi State presented courtesy of Learfield IMG Game Day Audio and the University of Georgia Bulldog Radio Network. So, Matthew, it looks like we got us a quarterback what do you think huh
2: yeah i mean i am totally excited about jt daniels i mean what a show he put on and and you know taking nothing away from mississippi mississippi state they played a great ball game will rogers i mean gunslinging it out there uh 41 of 52 336 yards himself with one touchdown he played a great game but man jt daniels i mean it's so It was just so exhilarating and so refreshing to see a Georgia quarterback actually throw the ball and the wide receivers of the Georgia football program uh, and their core of receivers, you know, make the plays that they did. Over 400 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, what a game from JT Daniels.
1: Yeah, it was absolutely a great game. And no one expected this. Uh, I was watching the pregame comments from uh, the TV commentators and listening on radio as well. And the consensus was, well, Georgia's got to run the ball to win this game. Uh, you don't know what you're going to get out of JT Daniels. Well, Georgia couldn't run the ball, as we'll talk about in just a moment. But, boy, did they ever throw it around. And I think the receivers, Jermaine Burton, George Pickens, Karis Jackson, Demetrius Robertson in the group, they probably got together and had a happy dance after this game because they actually had the ball thrown to them and boy, I, I just can't say too much about J.T. Daniels and how he looked in this ball game. You know, uh, Kyle Trask, he's there in Florida, Mac Jones in Alabama, but I think, you know, based on what we saw last Saturday night, J.T. Daniels is right there with those two dudes. He just he played
2: a fantastic game, didn't he? yeah he was absolutely unbelievable i mean you got to remember uh put this in perspective jt daniels has not played football and you know took a snap in a football game in a very long time and for him to show up and be as poised as he was i mean 28 of 38 for uh you know 401 yards passing four touchdowns i mean he was in complete control the whole night he looked uh very good in the pocket. I know he went down a couple times with sacks, but and and you know, and that's to be expected, you know, with the inexperience uh, of his, you know, not playing football for a while. But I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, really, you know, and this is a, a fact I saw, uh, you know, on social media. I mean, JT Daniels is the first Georgia quarterback to throw for over 400 yards since uh, Aaron Murray in
1: 2013. Yeah, it's just a fantastic game. And if you think we're excited about the uh, game JT Daniels had, Kirby Smart, he was pretty excited as well. And, of course, Kirby's excitement. Now, on the sidelines, the dude can jump like five feet in the air when he's excited or trying to get on the refs. But, you know, at a news conference, he's a little more subdued. This is some of what uh, Kirby Smart had, uh, had to say in the post game uh, interview after that game on Saturday night.
3: First off, uh, I'd like to hats off to Mississippi State and uh, Coach Leach and his team um, to come over here and and have some guys down and, and go out and play the way they did. I thought uh, play with a lot of heart and a lot of fight. You know, what, what they were able to do defensively uh, in terms of stopping our run game. Those guys, man, we, we knew the guys they had up front play really hard and physical. They do a uh, tremendous job of, of making you one-dimensional and uh, give them a lot of credit for that. And then offensively, they had a quarterback that I thought played uh, outstanding. He's, he's gotten better and better and better. And you watch all the games and you see him progress and you see Costello in there. And then you see this young kid and uh, talking to Coach Leach even after the game, I thought that uh, he played so much better than they had been playing and uh, gave us some fits. So hats off to them. Second half defensively, we were finally able to rise up and get some stops and uh, was really pleased with how the crowd impacted that. Uh, And then obviously offensively, we were so much more explosive uh, tonight. Um, and I, those are the things that, that we, we've got wide outs that can make plays. And when all those guys are healthy and really in there in tune, we got good pass protection. We, did, we couldn't run the ball very well, but we got good pass protection. You know, we, we can be explosive. I've seen those kind of plays. Uh, in practice and uh, even other times uh, when we've been able to be explosive. And I thought that was the difference in the game was obviously our explosive plays versus theirs not explosive.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Mark talked about uh, Mississippi State keying on the uh, running game of Georgia. Uh, Georgia had a tough night uh, rushing. Uh, the, the, The rushing game was just not there, and that was really because of the scheme that Mississippi State was playing. And they brought everybody to the house on the line of scrimmage. And it was tough for the offensive line to knock some holes in uh, the Mississippi State defensive line. uh, To just show how tough it was uh, a night for the Georgia running game, Samir White had 11 carries for 21 yards. Uh, James Cook, four carries, seven yards. Kenny McIntosh, three carries for five yards. Now, you might say, well, Georgia's running uh, game on Saturday night was just terrible, and it was awful, and yeah, yeah, it wasn't what you expected. It wasn't what anybody expected, but the running backs were doing their job. The offensive line just, just couldn't hold back everything that Mississippi State was throwing at uh, Georgia. It was obvious Mississippi State was keying on the running game of Georgia. They felt like if they could stop Georgia from running, then uh, they would have a chance to win the game. But one thing you can say about our running backs, kudos to them—they were great in blocking. They did a great job in blitz pickup. And so, while the guys may not have picked up a, a lot of yards, you cannot say they were not productive, Matthew. Uh, just uh, you know, we have such character quality guys on this Georgia uh, Georgia football team, and our running back, Zamir White, Zeus—he's—he's he's just. He's a stud not only in the football field, but in his own personal life. What a great guy. They really played well uh, in in a lot of ways, and kudos to our running
2: backs. We're not going to down them here uh, by any means. No, absolutely not. I mean, you know, and running backs, I mean, yeah, you know, the average person is going to look for, uh, you know, the yards that that running back generated in a a football game and and base their – you know, their opinion on his perform his performance, you know, based off how many yards he has. But the, you know, oftentimes the stats that don't show up on, you know, uh, they, they do things they do that, that don't end up on a stat sheet, such as blocking. And you cannot take away from from that in this game. I mean, the running backs, they did an exceptional job regardless of, of uh, you know, the yards that were generated. Uh, the blocking game was there. I mean they were in you know you got to give Mississippi State some credit. I mean these guys were pushing that line and I think you're right in, in the assessment of you know I felt as if the Mississippi State wanted to load the middle and, and really stop the run and I felt that they believed if they do that they could win the game because JT Daniels had been you know out hadn't played they were going to force him to throw the ball well he did and you see what happened. and kudos to mississippi state you know they actually had uh, they had
1: below the minimum required uh, players that were available to play because of covid-19 things but now the sec says well if you're close your team can vote whether or not to play even though you don't have maybe the minimum required uh, number of players mississippi state got together and said hey coach we want to play and boy, did they ever play! They they played a lot of freshmen. I tell you, my assessment of Mississippi State really climbed up uh, uh several notches. And Coach uh, Mike Leach and his staff—they uh, that was <laughs> it was a good game. Nobody expected Mississippi State to hang in with Georgia the way they did. Uh, but I, you know, I, go Mississippi State uh, Bulldogs! I, I tell you, it was a great game, and uh, they had a great game plan and they played with excitement and with enthusiasm, and they came awful close to pulling a big upset over uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. So now the wide receivers, as much as the running backs had a tough time Saturday night, my word, here comes our wide receivers. Jermaine Burton, eight catches, 197 yards. Wow, and this is a freshman, a true freshman, and just fantastic george pickens had eight catches 87 yards george pickens all of a sudden says hey i'm on this team again uh karis jackson four catches 55 yards demetrius robertson i love him he did not get a lot of action his way but he had three catches for 45 yards Man, it was good to see a quarterback from the University of Georgia utilizing these great wide receivers that we have. Uh, It was good to see,
2: wasn't it, Matthew? Yeah, it was absolutely unbelievable. I mean, it takes you back to the memories of when you had gunslingers out there for Georgia that used the wide receivers in that kind of fashion. I mean, you have Aaron, you know, it takes you back. It actually made me think of Aaron Murray a lot, who, you know, is up there. And uh, if if he's not still the all-time SEC passing leader, in yards, I mean, he's still awful close. I know at one time he was, and it also makes you think of you know Stafford. I mean, Stafford was a gunslinger for Georgia. Takes you back to these kind of guys when you see a performance from JT Daniels like that, and, and it really, I mean, uh, it gives you a a you know just <laughs> it gives you a big refreshment to yeah. see these wide receivers come into play like that. And Jermaine Burton being a true freshman, eight catches, 197 yards, Pickens in there. I mean, you put these guys on the side. Uh, you know, and, and you know, two on one side, two on the other side. I mean, uh, that's a – you know, and you got JT Daniels out there. Pretty uh, tough defenses are going to have a problem.
1: Yeah, pretty tough. And uh, now Georgia's defense had a had a rough first half uh, because Mississippi State just methodically uh, would move down the field. Uh, the defense played much better in the second half, but Georgia's uh, defense had their hands full with this air raid offense and kudos to another quarterback will rogers from mississippi state now he's a true freshman last year he was playing high school football in brandon mississippi and man did he play good on saturday night Uh, you know the quarterback play on saturday night in this game is just fantastic will rogers a true freshman 41 of 52 for 336 yards and one touchdown and this dude is a freshman. I mean, freshmen showed up all over the place in this game. Man, I, I was really
2: impressed with Will Rogers, would not you? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. Will Rogers showed up to the University of Georgia this past Saturday night with ice running through his veins. I mean, he showed up, no fear. And I'm going to tell you right now, Georgia, uh, you know, without the playing of the wide receivers, I mean, Georgia loses this ballgame. You know, uh, Will Rogers being a true freshman, he showed up to win this game and he almost pulled it off in our house. So you have to give him credit. I mean, that, you know, I believe, you know, at the beginning of the year, uh, you know, uh, this team had a different quarterback running yeah. this uh, air raid offense in KJ Costello. Well, that switch was made to Will Rogers, and I believe without a shadow of a doubt that this team is much better. Uh, with the air raid offense and, and the way it runs with this true freshman out there, I mean, this kid uh, has no fear.
1: Uh, he, he was just – he was great, fantastic. Of course, the star of the game for the University of Georgia fans, J.T. Daniels. And we caught up with uh, J.T. Daniels in his post-game interview, and this is just some of the things that he uh, had to say. He was asked, hey, J.T., did you expect to throw – for 400 yards in your first start at the University of Georgia?
4: You know, we, we weren't even paying attention to the numbers or, you know, any of that. It was just executing what Coach Munkin called, and I think he dialed up a phenomenal game plan. Uh, receivers did a great job of winning. And, uh, you know, the whole line starting up with uh, Trey Hill uh, calling out the protections, uh, helping me out and, you know, keep, keeping the whole thing going. Uh, it was just a great job from all of us. So in terms of the run game, I think first got to give a lot of credit to Mississippi State. Mississippi State. And uh, that that front six and really the D coordinator too as well. Uh, They ran a bunch of stunts. They were doing a great job of, you know, playing right into it. Uh, Those guys are physical, tough dudes. It's a really good defense. On film, we've been such a great run team. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we we had to prove ourselves in the passing game a little bit. Uh, So they came out and they played a little more uh, cover zero, you know, no safeties. They put a little more man. Uh, Really, I think it was their emphasis to try and stop Zeus and Cook from you know taking it up on him and then, uh, no, I did not think we would have to come out and be throwing the ball that much, but you know, that's football. You play the game, uh, see their game plan, see what they're trying to stop, and then you counter it. But that's kind of the thing. If you have George Pickens and Jermaine Burton, uh, if you're not going to throw it up to them, don't recruit them. You yeah. know, I mean, George will make me look good, Jermaine makes me look good, Kiaris makes me look really good when I underthrow a deep ball down the middle. Yeah, and it makes a great play. I
1: think he's exactly right. If, if you're going to recruit these guys who are studs on the outside, wide receivers, if you want to recruit more of them, you better use the ones you have because recruits are looking at what kind of offense you have. And so, uh, boy, we're feeling really good about JT Daniels. Now, one thing, Matthew, we, we I guess we got to kind of bring up a little bit. Uh, Kirby Smart has taken a lot of heat this week with this question. Why did it take so long for JT Daniels to play in a game for the University of Georgia, and of course he's he's trying to give the answer. Well, we just didn't think he was there where he needed to be. He actually didn't have a great fall camp, and uh, he, uh, Coach Smart, he he's they some folks have got on his last nerve by continually asking this question. I you know you just got to trust your coach, I, I I guess, and you just got to trust that uh, Kirby Smart. He wants to win. Uh, who didn't want to win? He wants to win. So. I, I don't know why it took so long
2: for JD, uh, J.T. Daniels to be out there, but I'm glad he was, aren't you, Matthew? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think Georgia, I think it was essential that Georgia get Daniels out there. I mean, if you're going to have the come in, I mean, he was a five-star, you know, and he looked good where he, you know, where he was before he came to yeah. Georgia. USC. So, I mean, yeah. you know, the thing is – if you got daniels and uh, you know i know he had the injury still plugging him uh prior to you know the beginning of the season but once he was cleared you know and you were seeing things really fall apart uh you know i kind of questioned smart myself on on that on why not why he didn't start jt daniels you know sooner but at the same time uh i also trust kirby smart and and, you know, that's just the way things go. I think that, uh, again, and I still believe this in my heart, I believe that Stetson Bennett had earned, uh, you know, the right to at least give it a shot, and that uh, DeJuan Mathis as well. And uh, things just, you know, kind of fell apart for him a little bit. And, and if you're going to have Daniels out there, you got to utilize him and at least see what the guy can do. And, and in the first game, he did not disappoint.
1: Oh, he sure, he sure he, he did not yeah. At all, uh, of, of course, uh, Georgia will be back on the field this coming Saturday. They'll be taking on South Carolina. We'll be talking about that game. Looking forward to the game in Columbia, South Carolina, after we take a break. But as we go to break, we have another Bulldog trivia question for you. Now, we don't know where Georgia will be playing in a bowl game this year. It's, it's certain they'll be playing somewhere in a bowl game with like 20,000 people maybe in the stands. Of course, a lot of these uh, bowl games are going to be TV specials, really for TV consumption uh, only. Uh, But we know Georgia is going to play in a bowl game somewhere. I've seen speculation either the Peach Bowl, maybe the Cotton Bowl even. Uh, But Georgia has played in many different bowl games over the years. What is the first bowl game they ever played in? And what year was it? Huh. Well, why don't you think about that? And when we come back, After our break, we'll have the answer. Uh, Good to have you with us today on today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. Stay tuned.
0: Don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment with more of today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. Hall Shots Photography,
5: featuring the work of award winning photographer and Georgia football lover Matthew Hall, is a proud sponsor of today's Sports Report. While Matthew is at home on the sidelines of Sanford Stadium taking beautiful action shots of another Bulldog victory, he also specializes in other types of photography, including landscapes, portraits, weddings, and promotional photos to help promote your business or your special cause. Matthew is also a trained videographer and he loves capturing those always exciting high-in-the-sky drone shots. Matthew has been the camp photographer for various football camps, including those featuring Roquan Smith, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, and other Bulldog greats. You can check out Matthew's work on Facebook at Hall Shots Photo, and on Instagram at Hall Shots Photography. You can contact Matthew at Photography at gmail.com. That's Photography at gmail.com. Matthew has a camera and he'll travel to get that right shot for you. Contact him today.
6: Happy Sewing & Quilting is a proud sponsor of today's sports report. Happy Sewing & Quilting offers custom and professionally made items that will help you show your Bulldog pride. How about a custom and professionally made 100% cotton face mask featuring beautiful Bulldog fabric? Of course, everyone in your family will need more than one. And just like the Bulldogs on game day, Happy Sewing and Quilting can and will deliver. From custom made face masks, to baby bibs, to tote bags and more, Happy Sewing and Quilting will help you get ready for game day or any day you want to let the world know you love the Georgia Bulldogs. If you're interested in items featuring the colors and logos of other teams, or if you're interested in non-sports related items that meet your taste and show off your style, Happy Sewing and Quilting will be more than happy to help you. For more information, you can contact Happy Sewing and Quilting at ahall1921 at hotmail.com. That's A-H-A-L-L-1921 at hotmail.com. Contact them today.
0: Thank you for joining us, and welcome back to today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall.
1: Yes, welcome back. It's always good to have a program when your Bulldogs play so well as they did last Saturday night. Against Mississippi State, as we went to break, we had a trivia question. Georgia's played in many different bowl games over the years. What was the first bowl game they played in, and in what year was it? Kind of surprising to me that it, it was this year. The answer is the Orange Bowl in 1942. I would would have thought maybe the Bulldogs had played in bowl games before then. Anyway, the uh, Dogs played TCU in the 1942 Orange Bowl, and they beat the Horn Frogs 40. 40- the 26 and no I was not in that game and didn't see it on television alright welcome back to today's sports report with Matthew Hall well let's uh, take a, a look now turn and take a look at the upcoming game for the University of Georgia this coming Saturday the 13th ranked Georgia Bulldogs 5-2 on the year will face South Carolina in Columbia at 7.30pm it'll be again on the SEC network as last week's uh, game was the Bulldogs will be seeking to avenge last year's upset loss which was very upsetting to South Carolina and Athens the uh, Gamecocks uh, beat Georgia last year 20 to 17 in a very in a very disappointing game. By the way, Rod, Rodriguez Rod Blankenship missed a field goal in in that game, really disappointed him, but he got one Sunday night for the uh, Indianapolis coach to uh, have the uh, the winning uh, points for Indianapolis. Uh, anyway, we digress uh, from that. Uh, Georgia leads the overall series: uh, fifty-one wins, nineteen losses, two ties. South Carolina, of course, uh, fired Will Munch, uh, Muschamp as uh, their coach a couple of weeks ago, and uh, now South Carolina is being coached temporarily, interim, an interim basis, by former Georgia quarterback and offensive coordinator Mike Bobo. South Carolina two and six on the year. Man, they're they're just having it. A terrible year. The Gamecocks have lost four games in a row. They lost last week to Missouri uh, by a score of 17-10. to 10. So, Matthew, here we go now. The University of Georgia taking on South Carolina. Uh, it's it's you know, on paper, again, Georgia is a big favorite, but You know, you just never know. It's the SEC. What do you think about this game coming up?
2: Yeah, it's the SEC, but I'm going to tell you right now, South Carolina has really struggled. And, uh, you know, of course, getting rid of Bobo, you know, um, players have left uh, the program, you know, right after that. I mean, you've had some players leave. I mean, the Gamecocks team is just in, in, uh, you know, it's fragmented and so i believe that georgia rolls in uh, especially with jt daniels looking the way he looked I, I don't believe it's there you know i don't believe the defense for south carolina can hold up against the passing game of uh, jt daniels
1: well of course uh, south carolina love to beat georgia it just uh, it just really makes them so happy so they'll be fired up and uh, it'll be a good game in uh, columbia south carolina i'm sure well let's take a look at some of the other sec games coming up this weekend Arkansas taking on Missouri. Arkansas will be at Missouri. Arkansas is 3-4. Sam Pittman, of course, the coach for the um, Razorbacks. They lost last week. Arkansas did the LSU 27-24 in a controversial ending to that game. Missouri is 3-3. They beat uh, South Carolina again 17-10 last week. Uh, This will be a noontime game on the SEC Network. Arkansas, Missouri. Uh, it's gonna be this. Uh, this will be a good game. I got to go with
2: Arkansas, though. What about you? Yeah, uh, I'm actually gonna lean against uh, Arkansas a little bit on this game. I mean, you know, Missouri. I mean, they. It's at Missouri. They control the chains. The you know, the last game they looked pretty good actually. So you know, I think I'm gonna pick an upset here, and I'm gonna say that uh, you know, Arkansas is not gonna be able to stop. Uh, missouri on third down a lot and i believe that leads to a missouri victory especially at home
1: okay kentucky at florida uh kentucky's three and five on the year <laughs> they lost last week to alabama 63 to three uh this would be in florida of course florida's six and one uh, florida beat vanderbilt last week 38 17 this would be a noontime game noontime game on espn of course i gotta go with florida Uh, against kentucky what about you
2: yeah no doubt uh florida rolls here i mean you know and and the kentucky game you know against alabama i mean they you know just could not move the ball uh less than 200 Uh, yards offense alabama steamrolling with mac jones i'm definitely uh was impressed with him still am Uh, each game that he plays seems like he gets better each game but I believe Florida with Trask uh, here definitely holds, um, especially at home against Kentucky.
1: All right, the Iron Bowl's coming up in Alabama. It'll be Auburn at Alabama last year. Boy, that was a, an exciting game. Last year when Auburn came up and beat Alabama. Uh, and, and this is always – this is uh, man, this is always a great game. Auburn's 5-2. and two. They beat Tennessee last week, 30-17. Auburn's playing pretty good football right now. Alabama beat Kentucky sixty-three to three last week. This will be the three thirty spotlight game on CBS. Uh, Auburn at Alabama—you got to go with Alabama, but in this game you just never know uh, so I, i've got to go with alabama should be a good game though
2: yeah anything can happen on any given saturday in, in college football and any team can be beaten uh, i don't think this you know there's any question of that but uh alabama at home here again mac jones still steamrolling don't get me wrong i know gus miles on and and uh you know, Knicks, they look better, uh, you know, for Auburn offensively. And and the defense is held against the passing game pretty well against teams. But I still uh, believe with Alabama at home here, uh, there's no way Auburn wins.
1: Uh, Mississippi State at Ole Miss. This is a, a big rivalry game, of course. Big in the state of Mississippi. Mississippi State 2-5, and five, uh, losing to Georgia last week, as we've talked about. Ole Miss is 3-4. and four. Their game last week against Texas A&M was postponed. So Mississippi State at Ole Miss, this will be a good game. This will be a slugfest. You got that Ole Miss offense uh, against Mississippi State and its defense. Man, this is going to be a fun game to watch. Oh, man. You know, based on how Mississippi State played last week, of course, they're playing uh in oxford against old miss i i'm i'm gonna go with mississippi state in this i was so impressed with those guys last week
2: yeah i mean this is gonna be a good game there's no question um you know old miss uh they just i just don't see you know especially with the air raid offense i saw last week and this freshman's on the ball like he did will rogers uh i'm gonna have to go with mississippi state in here i mean i know anything can happen and i know old miss has looked you know, good at times. But I, I'm going to go with Mike Leach in that Air Raid offense.
1: All right, LSU
2: at Texas
1: A&M. Another interesting game. Another another rivalry game. This is really a, a big rivalry between these two schools. LSU, 3-3. Three and three, Beat Arkansas last week, 27-24. Texas A&M, 5-1. They did not have a, a game last week. Their game with Ole Miss postponed. So you got LSU going to Texas A&M. My head says Texas A and M. My heart says LSU. I don't know. I'm going to go with my head on this one. I think A and M will win this game.
2: Yeah, I think at home. I think uh, Texas. I mean, you know, I know LSU has looked a little bit better here and there, but I still think they're. I don't believe they still found their identity um, this season. I mean, they, you know, they had a lot of people that they lost, including Joe Burrow, and and you know, want to send prayers out to him. I mean, he had a suffering. Uh, Season-ending injury yesterday with his leg. So, we, we, you know, we send out our thoughts and prayers to Joe Burrow and hope that he recovers well. But I believe that LSU is still trying to find their identity. I mean, Texas A&M here isn't home, 5-1. and one, I think Texas A&M holds.
1: And uh, up in Tennessee, Tennessee at Vanderbilt. Tennessee 2-5, and five, Vanderbilt 0-7. This is the week that Vanderbilt gets a win. I, I'm going with Vanderbilt. There. What do you think about that?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I I just don't know. I think this game is actually. A, I think you could toss up a quarter and uh, you know say heads Tennessee tails uh, Vanderbilt, and you could just toss a quarter and get an answer on this one. I mean, both teams have been pretty, you know, pretty uh, pretty bad. So, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that too this week. Uh, I don't know why, but I just feel like at home, uh, and you know, and Tennessee has not played well. Lost last week to Auburn, you know, thirty to seventeen. I mean, I'm gonna go with Vanderbilt. Yeah, go Vanderbilt. Go Commodores. Commodores. And
1: actually, this you could call this the hot seat game because Jeremy Pruitt is definitely on the hot seat at Tennessee. Other than the fact that he got a contract extension at the beginning of the year, and they would have to pay that man a Brinks truck full of money to get him out of uh, uh, Knoxville. And, uh, but Derek Mason, he I think he's on the hot seat there at Vanderbilt as well. And finally, Georgia at South Carolina. I got to go with my dogs on this one. What about yep. you? Yep,
2: no question about it. Uh, dogs on top in this game. I mean, they show up, JT Daniels, the offense and the defense. Uh, they handle business. Dogs come out with a win, uh, you know, in Columbia.
1: Hey, it's been such a great time to have you with us today on today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. And go Dogs. we hope uh, next week when we... Hey, and by the way, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And, And have a safe Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful time with your family. Eat all the turkey you can and take you a big old nap. On uh, Thanksgiving afternoon. Today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. The executive director of today's Sports Report is Trip Block. Our technical advisor is Garrett Carter. The director and board operator for today's program has been Charles Graham. To contact Hall Sports Communications, you can email us at Chris Hall 71. At Hotmail.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-H-A-L-L-71 at Hotmail.com. We thank our sponsors, Hall Shots Photography, and Happy Sewing and Quilting for making our program possible. If you're interested in being a sponsor for our program, contact us today again at ChrisHall71 at Hotmail.com. Thank you for joining us for our program today. We look forward to having you with us next time. Until then, please be safe out there, and may God bless you.
0: Thank you for joining us for this edition of today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. We thank our many fine sponsors for making our program possible. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs.